You're listening to All The Feels Podcast, hosted by Kalina and Kay, where we're chatting a little of this and a little of that. All things wellness, unconventional life paths, and creative passions. We wanted to connect with like-minded people and share feelings-focused conversations that provide inspiration and make our souls happy. Thank you so much for listening. We have Dr. Rahi here. Hello. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So excited. We're here in Beverly Hills. It is a beautiful day. It is a beautiful day. Yes. The weather is amazing. No, it's it is amazing today. We yeah. Like, Ooh, we're feeling it. Yeah. We'll take it in for especially for this crazy January month that we have been experiencing. Yes. <laughs> the sun felt great this morning. Oh, yes. So we're so excited to have you here. Thank yeah. you. Thank and I you. I kind of love that we don't know each other well and, you know, we've only chatted briefly and connected on Instagram because this will be all fresh information for us. I, I love Instagram. It connects so many people to me yes. and me to so many people. Yes. Yeah. I love it. Yes. yes. When used properly, it's a great platform. Exactly. <laughs> yes. When used properly, yes. it's there. Yes. 100%. Do you want to give us a little intro, just a little, you know, about yourself? Sure. Uh, I'm a medical doctor. I do a combination of aesthetics and integrative medicine here in Beverly Hills. Um, I'm originally from Toronto, Canada. Been living in California for over 10 years. I love it. Um, and that's a quick little bio. Yeah. <laughs> and okay, so you said you moved to California 10 years ago? A little bit over, yeah. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Right from Canada? Um, no, I've lived all over. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. Actually, I think I moved from Connecticut to, oh. you know, yeah. Oh, wow. East Coast. Yeah. yeah. I was East Coast most of my life, and um, now I'm West Coast. <laughs> do, you, do you go home often? I go home often, I'd say at least every two to three months. Oh, nice. Yeah. So... Sweet. I'm still a little East Coast. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to leave the East Coast. I mean, there's something about the culture Mm -hmm. in the East Coast that, like, will always be with you. Yes. 100%. We feel that and we agree. I have to go home every couple months, too. Yeah. I start to go crazy. If I go too long without going home, I'm like... Right. Get me out of do you here. think yeah. it's, do you think being in L it's being in LA for too long that makes you go it's yes. yeah because you the need to just get LA. out of LA yeah yeah I agree I think that's true super for important a lot of big cities because I know everyone yeah. who lives in New York seems to feel the same way so that's true I think a that's lot true. of times when you're in just a big city with a lot of energy it's so great but also you need like a little reprieve especially if you're on the opposite coast right doesn't going to the east coast always kind of like reground you it grounds me yeah. I love it I love it same we always do Yes. I guess we'll get cravings. Cravings for these. Yeah. yeah. And the crisp, chill air. Especially oh, yes. the, the, the seasons. Yes. I know. Oh, that's one of the things I miss the most is the seasons. Yeah. Sure. I mean, I don't necessarily miss the harsh winters. Yes. yes. I could do like a month of winter at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. But the like five or six months that it realistically lasts is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And the snow gets gross and then it's you're just over it. Yeah. Like we're done. Slushy snow. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. The crisp, fresh air. When yes. we were driving down here, the smog, we were like, 
Yeah, actually, um, my flight in this morning was delayed because of fog, and I have and I have oh, a feeling wow. pollution had a lot to do yeah. with it. Oh yeah, it was not looking good. Yeah, I was looking at the air quality index, and in LA, it's eighty three, which th- those numbers don't mean anything to me. But I was like, let me reference Massachusetts and see, and it's like twenty three. So that tells us <laughs> you know, poison. you know, um, getting off the plane in LA versus getting off the plane in Canada, your lungs feel it. Oh, yeah, mm. the second. Yeah, so, so I mean, I'm probably doing, we're probably, all of us are probably not doing our, our bodies any good by being here for so long. I know. That's why we do other things. Yeah. Yeah, take care of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we hope that. Maybe that's why in LA we're also health obsessed, because yeah. we have to overcompensate for the right. pollution. Yeah. Just the air we're breathing. Right, yeah. seeping into our skin. Yes. yes. I know, I can't think about it too much. (laughs) Um, So we have been kicking things off with some random questions. Right now we're working on a list that is 101 totally random questions. So if you want to pick a number, 1 through 101. 101. That's what I want. (laughs) Ooh, I like it. All the way there. Ooh, okay. Ooh, I love this for you. (laughs) Okay, what do you do when you can't fall asleep? Ooh. Ooh, this is good. Yeah. For what Actually, um, can I make it like a little bit of a longer answer? Of course, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. This would be helpful to So, um, sleep is, uh, you know, it can be tricky. Um, and I'll just give my own personal experience. So, um, before when I wouldn't be able to fall asleep, I would do things like count sheep or like, you know, I don't know, watch TV. But um, after really like understanding, you know, the patterns of sleep, the circadian rhythm, and like really trying to um, understand like what sleep means for your health. And um, I really figured out like the right now I sleep perfect let's be honest um, oh, I take a combination of, I take magnesium every day yeah. I wake up the same time every morning I go to sleep the same time every night so that's really important um, but if I can't fall asleep I'll probably listen to some hypnosis mm-hmm. have you guys ever done that yeah uh-huh. yeah I love doing hypnosis um, maybe an audiobook I'll read um, something very calming um, meditation yep. and I, 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 I can tell you like even five, six, ten years ago, I was not doing this sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I've noticed for me, um, so I started putting on rain sounds to yes. fall asleep. And so now when I can't fall asleep, just putting that on, like, my body's like, oh, sleep. Yep. Like, it, like yes. I think it's the association. Right. No matter how wide awake I am, if those rain sounds go on, I'm out. Yeah. it's like... Right, it has to be my it, body's association definitely. with the But also, I think also that that sort of like white noise will probably put you to sleep. A lot of people sleep with yeah. I need that, that noise. I need a fan on or something. Yeah. If it's just dead still air. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think the biggest tip I have for good sleep is um, ensuring that your magnesium levels are replenished. Do you guys take magnesium? The calm is. Yeah. 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 You guys are amazing. You guys <laughs> are like on it. <laughs> I'm not good about it every single day, but I do take it often. Yeah. It's so good. And we were just talking about valerian root. Yeah. I love valerian mm-hmm. root. I see the thing is I feel like my oh melatonin. How did yes. I miss that? Um I take melatonin if it's like really bad. Mm-hmm. To really balance my circadian rhythm if I'm traveling. Um I have figured out a way to not really be jet lag. Ooh, yeah. What is your oh, trick? It depends on where I'm going. So, and it depends on what time I'm arriving, where I'm going. Um, but melatonin really helps regulate your circadian rhythm, mm-hmm. and it'll put you to sleep when you need to go to sleep. 
And to be honest with you, a lot of times people are afraid to increase the dose and it's pretty safe to increase, you know, your melatonin dose. A lot of times people start like at five milligrams, 10 milligrams. You can go up to like 20 to 30 milligrams and it's pretty safe. Oh, wow. Good to know. Yeah. Do you take it, like if you're getting on a flight, let's say you're going to the East Coast from LA, Mm -hmm. if you're taking the red eye, do you take it? When you get on the plane or right before you get on the plane? I always, if if I'm taking a red-eye flight, um, I will definitely try to sleep on that flight. Yeah. And if I land in the morning, then I'll try to, and I'll keep myself awake. Um, And I usually do get that sleep on the flight. Um, I can pretty much sleep anywhere. And I think that's true for most doctors after all the residency we've been through and (laughs) I'm serious and the crazy hours we've worked and the weird sleeping conditions they put us through so I can pretty much sleep anywhere but um, I think a good tip would be for someone who has problems with you know regulating that maybe avoid the red eyes because yeah yeah. throws you off I think so. Yeah, um, planes sense. aren't very comfortable. I mean, I can sleep on a flight, and I, I'll wake up fully rested, but I, I don't think that's true for most people. I used to be able to when I was younger, and now I can't anymore. I've been having trouble, too. Yeah. I used to pass out before the plane <laughs> Me even too. took off, and I would wake up and be in Boston or wherever, and I it was know. magical. <laughs> now I have Biggie, my dog, flies like, in my lap, Aww. so I'm not like, fully asleep every time, which I feel like also has things. Have you guys tried melatonin? Yeah, I haven't tried melatonin. I always do like magnesium, valerian root, things like that. Yeah. But I should definitely try melatonin. And is that something that you can take once and have it help you, or do you really need it in your system over like a longer period of time? Uh, you can take it once, and, it'll and it will help you. Okay, cool. Uh, it's a hormone, mm-hmm. and um, as we age, our levels decrease. Mm-hmm. Uh, our hormonal level, uh, a lot of different hormone f- hormones will decrease as we age, and some will fluctuate, some will increase. Um, but melatonin specifically will decrease as we age, and it's really important um, not only to regulate the circadian rhythm, but it also acts as an antioxidant. So it's um, there's a lot of studies that show that it has protective effects in certain cancers. Um, so it's it's good to have good levels of melatonin in your system. Yeah, that makes sense. That. Yeah, I didn't know that either. And actually, I feel like this is a helpful question for a lot of people. Do you have any other tips while traveling to like keep your circadian rhythm where it needs to be, your immune system? Like, do yeah. you have any little hacks that you feel like really save you with traveling? Yes. Um, I think the first thing is uh, just try to be healthy in your day to day. Yes. So that's you know strengthening your immune system on a day-to-day that will help you when you travel because your body sort of goes into shock when you're like you know on this flight and you know planes are dirty and the air is gross and yeah and then you're like switching time zones going to a different climate um it's just exhausting too airports are just exhausting Uh right so that's you know just being healthy at baseline Mm -hmm. um and i love mushrooms yes she's gave me a (laughs) droplet of something for my immune system. Is it a tincture? It's a tincture. Uh, This one's specifically designed to boost the immune system. I mean, mushrooms in general boost the immune system. So taking some mushrooms with you, um, either pill form or tincture, would be nice to help keep you healthy. Yeah. Um, The melatonin, as I mentioned, magnesium. Lots of fluids. Mm. Lots and lots of fluids because you're going to get super dry when you fly. Mm Mm-hmm. So ensuring that you're hydrated when you're flying is so important. Um, try to move around a little bit on the on the flight because you know if you're just sitting around, you put yourself at risk for clots, mm-hmm. blood clots. 
Yeah, I always think I of that. <laughs> I know. Really? I not move as much as I should, but I do always think of that. And yeah. I try and at least, like, move, even if I'm not getting up, like, if I'm kind of trapped with, like, yeah. sleeping people, I try and at least move my legs around and, like, stretch kind of, and, like... You know, um, back in the day, I used to always opt for the window seat, but now I'm the aisle. Makes I've sense. been wondering if I want to switch to the aisle. I think it's time to start switching over to the aisle. <laughs> or we just buy out a whole room. Yeah. That's true. I or might... just get a private jet. That's yeah. We are well, waiting that's... on that. Yeah. <laughs> that's the ideal scenario. Yeah. <laughs> but that's bad for the environment. I know. I actually learned this um, this week that um, taking one less international flight per day is almost the equivalent of being a vegetarian in terms of like what it can do to preserve the environment. That is wild. I know. Interesting. I know. I like these interesting statistics yeah. and facts. It really puts it into perspective. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll, we'll wait on the private jet <laughs> if we must. <laughs> but that would be ideal. But yeah, yes. I always sit in the window because I'm like, okay, I'll sleep. No one can disturb me. Right. But but having that aisle, you can just move around a lot easier. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, it's, it's tricky. Yeah. Less then, claustrophobic. Too. Yeah. I sometimes, like can feel a little claustrophobia on yeah. the window. I know. Just depending on depending the on like the airline, if it's like totally. if they pack you in like sardines. Yeah. Like I took a Lufthansa flight a few years ago, and they pack you in. Oh yeah. Economy class. Yeah, <laughs> spirit air. You're like, oh, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> That's Truly. Really I know. Um, so just circling back to what you were saying about mushrooms, and just to clarify too, I think for anyone who doesn't know what a tincture is, because we take so many like supplements yeah. and herbs and things, but a lot of people might not know what a tincture is, so it's alcohol-based, right? Yes, yes, and honestly, this one's from Thorn. I love it. I take it all the time, but it's gross. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they all taste gross. They're, They're just gross. Yeah, and you can taste the alcohol yeah um but it's not gonna get you drunk no it's like so such a tiny amount so yeah. it's basically the herbs distilled down and the, combined with alcohol right, right. um the mushrooms specifically the mu- yeah but yeah the mushrooms and what are your favorites for immune probably reishi well this one has a bunch of different ones but yeah i mean when you want to boost your immune system when it comes to mushrooms it's good to incorporate different types mm-hmm. Uh, and try to incorporate it daily, um, whether it's cooked mushrooms or tincture mushroom or pill form. They even have coffee. Have you guys tried the Four Sigmatic mushroom? Me too. So good. Chocolate. I haven't tried their hot chocolate. Oh my god. And that reishi must Mm -hmm. be so bioavailable because you immediately feel so relaxed. Like it's wild. I like their chaga. Their, I think it's chaga and cordyceps. They have a mixture of coffee. Mm-hmm. I haven't tried So that. delicious. So delicious. Yeah. I like the um, the turmeric latte. Oh, with yeah. shita- I think it's shiitake. Yep. I haven't tried that one either. I'm missing out. Yeah, they have so many. I always will do, they have the lion's mane one. That's good for I, I've tried. Brain. I've tried that one. Um, I'll pour that into when I froth my milk for my coffee, and I'll mix that all together. It's Non-dairy so milk? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Coconut Yum, that yeah, that sounds so, so good. good. And it really does, my brain, I'm like, ooh, you're stimulating. I mean, it works. It works. It um, you know, since I started getting more into integrative medicine and learning just about all of these different remedies that we can do to sort of, like, make our bodies healthier, which we never think of in traditional medicine. We're not focused on making our bodies healthier. We're focused on, like, oh, you have a disease. Now let's, let's treat this disease. So, you know, getting more... 
educated in you know this realm of medicine um, has made me so much healthier. Mm-hmm. I just feel so much healthier. I mean, I don't get, when I get sick, it's like a day. Versus, like, back in the day, I used to get sick and I would be in bed for, like, three, four days, five days. But there's ways that you can keep yourself healthy and stronger and make yourself stronger than what you thought you could do. Totally. Isn't that crazy? Yes. That's how I feel like we both are also. Just never, our immune systems have been built up so much by just all the different uh, herbs and things that we take daily. So it's very rare, knock on wood, that we do get sick. Yes. And if we do, it's not like putting us out for weeks and things like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. It's so amazing the power of herbs and plants and things yes. and how quickly you can get your immune system like back up and running and just kick whatever you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very, very, very underrated. I mean, <laughs> yes. it's growing. Yeah, it yeah. is growing, which I'm so happy about. And we're in like the perfect city for. Yeah. When I was home for Christmas back in Boston, <laughs> I felt a sickness coming on, and I was on the hunt for oil of oregano. And the lady at, I think it was like a Hannaford pharmacy or something like that, she was looking at me like I was crazy. She's yeah. like, oil of oregano? I'm like, yes, it will save your life if you can get it. Like, I'm getting sick, I need that. And she just thought I was crazy. She's never even heard of it or anything. And I was like, yeah. come on, it'll help you. Yeah. Look into it, please, and get it from the pharmacy. Hopefully she looked into it. Yeah. But I couldn't get it. And then I ended up getting sick, and it was really sad. Yeah. Well, you took lots of echinacea, though, yes. at least, right? Yeah. It's the only thing you could probably find. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we're lucky that we live here, and yes. we, we're exposed to so many health food stores and options, but what about the rest of the country or the rest of the world? I know, I know. <laughs> I do feel like things are becoming more and more accessible. Yeah. Amazon? Um, yeah, Prime? I was just going to say, I know Amazon, there's a lot of negatives about Amazon, totally understand, but like the one positive is it does make things affordable and accessible to people that are like living in the middle of the country, you know, yeah. just even... I don't, maybe other countries, I'm not sure, but definitely in our country, yeah. like living in remote places, you can... So, um, I used to work as a hospitalist, mm-hmm. and that, what that means is um, I would work in the hospitals as a doctor, and I would admit patients and treat them, diagnose, you know, discharge, etc. Um, and I worked in a lot of remote areas in the United States, places where people did not have access even to grocery stores. Wow. Yeah. It was hard for me, but I mean, I would somehow bring my own food or figure something out, Um, but people live in these places that are not so far away from LA and they don't have any access to any grocery stores. It's just... um, I didn't know that existed in our country. Seriously? They're ignorant of me. Yeah. Not, no access to, I mean, I could understand, like, not a major grocery store, but even not, like, little. Yeah. Not, wow. not, they have access to maybe, like, some sort of 7-Eleven type situation. Maybe wow. not, yeah. It's bad. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess I just never thought about it. Yeah. Like, when we were driving to Spaho, it was, like, middle of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 a lot of times there's so much poverty that um, you know it's easy for me to be like, oh, I'll just drive an hour to a Trader Joe's, you know. Um, if you don't have a car, you're not gonna take like a Greyhound bus because these. I, don't, I mean, how would you get there? The logistics. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Wow, that is heartbreaking. That's but there's a lot of fast thing. food options. Of course. Oh. There's a lot of um, yeah. It's very sad. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but here we are in LA. Yeah, yes. where like 
you know, any store we can get. I know. All these, sometimes yeah. take that a little for granted. It's a, that's a good reminder. I know it's so true. Even yeah. green juice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely no juice shops. <laughs> that's for sure. And even even uh, some of the grocery stores. I remember being in a place called Gallup, New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of it? No. It's two hours west of Albuquerque, New Mexico. Um, I, I remember going to one of the grocery stores and like everything was like all the packaging was yellow. <laughs> Like, it was just aisles of, like, yellow packaging, and, like, everything was processed and packaged, and it was just so... I mean, that was one grocery store, then I went to another one where they had a little bit more options, but it was... Yeah, I mean, a lot of people live like that, and they don't really have other options. And so is this kind of what started to, started to point you in the direction of integrative health and, like, nutrition and all of that? Or were you already on that path? Uh, I think there's just... I think, you know, just my whole life led me to this. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that obviously contributed, but yeah, yeah, it was one of the many things. Yeah. So tell us about integrative health and like what that means to you and the, like the services that you provide to your patients, and you know it can be a little different for mm-hmm. for everyone. So um, when I really learned about you know transitioning my career from like a tradi- traditional medical career to more of an integrative path, um, I was actually working in the hospitals as a resident and I noticed that my patients weren't getting better Mm -hmm. it was just like a cyclical pattern of patients coming in you know treating their acute acute condition why they were there whether it was like you know something to do with their diabetes and infection or their sugars were not you know controlled um but then we'd control it and then they'd go back out into the world and ultimately slowly get worse over time maybe not necessarily to be hospitalized but like there was no getting better it was just progressively getting worse and I, I it didn't make sense to me I'm like there has to be you know something else out there and so um you know I started doing my own research and came across you know, different physicians that were doing integrative medicine, functional medicine. Uh, And so what integrative medicine really is, is focusing on preventing disease, focusing on helping you live the most optimal way that you can live currently. And so that's what integrative medicine, and it's using all modalities of medicine that are available from around the world. So if, you know, acupuncture is the best thing for you uh, to treat your pain, then that's what you should be doing um, versus taking a narcotic. Yes. Um, but if a narcotic is what you need, then that's what you need. Time but it's place. Right, and so it's like assessing all modalities, all different areas of medicines, and seeing what works the best for the individual patient. Mm-hmm. And so that's what that means to me, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it also means working with... Um, practitioners from other fields so it doesn't necessarily have to be another medical doctor it could be like I said an acupuncturist it could be a naturopath um it could be you know anybody in the healthcare industry that can provide your patient with the best treatment that they need amazing thanks I love that I love it too (laughs) addressing like the root of everything and having a sturdy foundation before just covering any health problems up with medications and just yeah. Yeah. And there's all medications. Everything has crazy side effects and things like that. Yeah. So I'm always, I, it's so true to find the root of these issues first, just like 
taking a pill to cover things up and like mask whatever you're feeling essentially yeah, yeah. and like how can we build a sturdier foundation mm-hmm. to not even get to the place yeah. of disease or and then like you said there's a time and a place for antibiotics narcotics yeah. totally absolutely I I completely agree and that's you know I'm still a medical doctor right so mm-hmm. um and I still prescribe those things too I um but you know, there's so much out there and there's so much ways to heal. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to stick to just one route. Yeah. So you can act as someone's primary care doctor, right? But I don't. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I need primary care. She's like, I, no. <laughs> get out. <laughs> uh, I, I, I do... I focus specifically on integrative care, so um, you can still have your primary doctor. Like I don't do, um, you know, like the. I'll I'll do like a very thorough integrative evaluation and give recommendations, but um, I'm not a primary care doctor. Gotcha. That's yeah. Mean. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, you guys can come here once a week and yeah. just chat with me. Yeah, so <laughs> that's what I was going to ask. So do people come um, for like the integrative health things? Do people come to you if they have specific pains or ailments or things like that? Yeah. Or just in general looking to like live a healthier lifestyle? Both. Both. Both, yeah. Um, you know, if someone can come to me for you know, chronic pain, I don't, uh, and if I feel like they need to be referred to somebody, I will, um, but I, I like to really, like, know everything about the mm-hmm. patient, and sometimes people will be like, why are you asking me all these questions, I'm like, because I want to know everything, because yeah. everything's important, because yeah. everything is important, it's all oh, totally. working together, everything's connected, I mean, when was the last time you went to your doctor and they asked you everything, never, Unless, yeah. except for when I go to functional healthcare doctors okay. and get yeah. integrated, yeah. But like my regular primary care, I've never, yeah. I'm like, don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's another story. <laughs> Galena gets a little doctor anxiety. I hate doctors. Oh, yeah, that's, um, uh, yeah. That, that happens. A lot of people do hate doctors. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I love doctors like It's you. more of like a medical. But I mean, yeah. when you came in here, did you get that an- anxious feeling? No. Into this office? Yeah, no way. But if I like step foot into a hospital for whatever reason, I'm like, yeah. ooh. Like, it's, ugh. it's, um, and that's part of integrated medicine yeah. is creating a environment mm-hmm. that when you walk in, you don't feel that way. Mm-hmm. You don't feel oh, anxious. Yeah. And that's definitely the vibe that I need yeah. in terms like, of a doctor. Yeah. So it's tell me what you felt when you walked in. It felt good. <laughs> it just feels like cozy. Yeah. Here. Like it doesn't feel like that sterile fluorescent light. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's much. It's yeah. much comfier in here. Yeah. And that's what what it should be like. Yes. Definitely. You know. It's not like medical officey. But yeah, I don't know. The healthcare system is so weird when you go into a doctor's office and you almost feel you feel uncomfortable. I mean, I feel uncomfortable. I've been in doctor's yeah. offices as a patient myself, and I'm like. This is so uncomfortable. And then the front desk makes you feel uncomfortable. Then you go back and, you know, like just the decor is uncomfortable. And you sit in this, like, empty room and you're uncomfortable then. And then, you know, this doctor walks in and they're not very nice. And, you know, it's probably nothing against you. It's just they're just probably miserable themselves from, like, seeing, like, patient after patient after patient. Like, 
exhausting. Yeah. And like and like they razor sharp focus on like one particular problem. Yeah. And but is and after being a patient, I'm like I can't treat people like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like I can't I can't have somebody come in and talk to them like that. You know, and I did that. I did I did like some urgent care work. I've done the hospital stuff, and uh, you know I, I've been through that where you're you can't even you're like almost forced to behave like that because it's the norm. This, yeah, it's like system. no, but the system doesn't even allow it because you're so rushed. You just see like seventy patients in a twelve-hour yeah. shift, and that's scary too. But like doctors are that, you know, they must be feeling so burnt out and overwhelmed yeah. and tired, and people's yeah. lives are in their hands. But I, it it makes you feel, it makes me feel bad, and I'm like, I can't, I can't treat people like that. I can't talk to people like that. And so, I've created this practice where people can come in and like be comfortable. Yes. Yeah. Very easy to talk it to. Is, yeah. Yeah. You want to be comfy and relaxed because you're already most likely a little stressed out going to the doctor. Right. So why would you want to just spike your stress levels the moment you walked in? Why would you want to? Because of the environment and atmosphere yeah, you're in. Yeah, I agree. So we're cozy. Yes, nice and cozy. <laughs> and did you know when you were like a little kid that you wanted to be a doctor? Or when did like, yeah. you really know that that was going to be your path? Um, every, my mom tells this story because she's a nurse. And um, she t- told me that when she was when I was young and she was young, cause she had me when she was like twenty or twenty one. Like I don't know, that's kind of crazy, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's like pretty young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she said um, we would she would walk me, and I think she would drop me off at daycare, like adjacent to the hospital or like in the hospital or something when she would go to work. And um, I would always say, oh, I want to be a doctor. And I would Aww. point at the hospital. <laughs> That's really cute. That is so cute. You <laughs> knew even that young. Yeah. yeah. That. And you made it happen. I know. You certainly did. It's so cool. Yeah. There are a lot of different obstacles. It's hard. It's a hard path. I can imagine. And you're in school for a million years. Yeah. Always in school. <laughs> yeah. Um, so tell us about also some of the other things that you do, like aesthetics and Botox and all of, all of the things. I'm excited to hear more about this. Um, I love aesthetics. Yes. I sort of fell into it. I didn't fall into it. I, I chose to go into it. Um, I did some trainings just sort of because I was interested. I wanted to learn a little bit more about, you know, Botox, fillers, etc. But then once I started doing it, I was like, oh, not only am I good at this, but I love it. It's fun. Um, and you're really helping someone age a little bit more gracefully mm-hmm. and feel good about themselves. And, you know, that really plays into mental health. Like when you feel good and you look good, it's, you know, yeah, it's good. And that is very true. When yeah. You feel yeah. When you look good, you or no. Both. Either way. When, when you, you feel good. And, and also when you feel good, you look good too. Yes. Right? So um, it's, it actually, like, they're both completely connected. And when you're healthier, it shows, um, you know, on your outside. So it's, it's all connected. And when you start taking care of your outside and you're investing money into, you know, your face, your body, then you're going to start wanting to, like, go to the gym more, eat healthier, Meditate, you know, it all just kind of goes together. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. And then also you do IV drips too, right? I do. That's so cool. I uh, have one. Have you? Really? No. I, 
I'm very interested. Ooh. <laughs> I wish I could start one on you right now. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I would be down. So you probably would. I don't do heels either. You don't? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I would, but like... <laughs> uh, they're great. Like some blaring root first. Yeah. <laughs> Date me first. I'll give you some melatonin. Yeah, but you just, perfect. Like, get your consent first, though. Yeah. Um, so, I love them. They're great. Um, so great way to hydrate, great way to boost the immune okay. system, great way to um, make you feel healthier, more energy. Um, I love them. And then what I also saw on your Instagram, micronutrients. What is that exactly? Micronutrient testing? or um, I just I saw your highlight on your Instagram, and so I was clicking through it, but I wasn't totally sure like what it was or what it means. So um, there's special testing that I do. It's called micronutrient testing where we look at different vitamins, nutrients, minerals in your blood Mm -hmm. to see if you're taking too much of something or deficient in something. And that's a really great way. That's kind of a more functional medicine test um, where you can really target what supplements you take, what foods you're eating, um, or if you're doing too much of something. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, supplements are not benign, even though they're quote unquote over the counter, you can still overdose. Yeah. Um, so you gotta be careful. Mm-hmm. Um, certain things shouldn't mix and Yeah, yeah. So um, it's a good way to sort of see what your bo- where your body's at. Yeah. And to optimize according to your levels versus blindly taking Yeah, because I feel like oh it's really common that people take supplements because they hear that it's good for you or it's a trend or whatever but you're yeah. kind of shooting in the dark if you don't really know what's going on with your body a little bit right i don't recommend um people take people take supplements un- unless they you know have consulted with their integrative doctor mm-hmm. uh, i think it's you know they are still substances that you're ingesting and they can potentially do harm, so mm-hmm. you gotta be careful. So will you always run those tests before you? Not always, no. Not always. Um, there, I mean, it depends on the person. Yeah. Everyone's different, and you have to assess patient by patient. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if you hear someone's like symptoms, their other health history, you can like evaluate. Like, yes, you're safe to take valerian root or whatever yeah. it is. Yes. But then, if they want to get like more nitty gritty with things, then you can do the micronutrient. Yeah, and there's even. Um, I just came back from an integrative medicine conference and there was a doctor speaking about um, gen- like specific genetic testing that you can do to assess like certain uh, you know supplements to take and so really cool. really getting into um, specifics on each person yeah I think that's so, so important for people to hear it is important um, it can also get expensive so um, you really just have to because um, I think you can, as a patient, be healthy and sort of live a healthy lifestyle without necessarily, you know, indulging in all of these really expensive tests. Oh, yes. Yeah. I think it's possible, um, but it, it varies patient to patient. And if you have a complicated history, you might need these tests to sort of, like, yeah. figure out what's going on. Or even just meeting with a doctor like you to see if, like, can I take these things safely? Should I be? Or would I need more testing? And then yeah. making the decision from there, like, can I spend the money and time to right. to do that? Yeah, exactly. I love that. I think that's so helpful for people to hear. Thanks. Very cool. <laughs> Very interesting. Another thing that I saw on your Instagram highlights. Wait, did you guys stalk my Instagram? <laughs> yes, a little bit. <laughs> yes, we did. Um... Forma? Ooh. For your face? I love Forma. What is that? 
It's a, a non-invasive radiofrequency procedure. Love that. We love electricity. <laughs> Is that electricity? Radiofrequency? It's it's um, not electricity. It's just radio. It's radiofrequency. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I guess I don't really know what, what radiofrequency means. It sounds. Like it, what it does, it goes down to the dermal layer, oh. and it um, causes heat trauma, which stimulates your immune system to regenerate collagen. Oh wow. It looks wild. It's amazing. How often? And it's painless, yeah. and there's no downtime. So you feel nothing. It's just like warm. It actually feels like a hot stone massage. Oh, it actually feels really nice. So I good. know. It's so nice. Do you but do tons you? of jelly everywhere because we use ultrasound oh, jelly to transmit the um, radio frequency. Oh, okay. Now that makes <laughs> yeah. Put it in that context. Yeah, that I makes can, sense. Yeah. Radio frequency. I can understand. And that. is that something you do once, or do people do it like once a month, or how? Does I that? Rec- it depends. Um, again. If you have a red carpet event, I would say come in the day before, or if you're getting married the next day, come in the day before, get the procedure, you'll be glowing the next day. Um, For optimal results, at least six sessions, I would do it a week apart. Um, And then you could do maintenance, maybe Mm -hmm. once a month. It depends, you know, like, if you're somebody who goes to all these red carpet events and you're so glamorous and you should come in all the time, you know? it's it depends on the person because there's no end to it you could keep continue doing it mm-hmm. and then you'll like never age <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> do the results kind of like build on each other yeah because mm-hmm. you're stimulating collagen very cool what are some other non-invasive type things for aging that you do what do you recommend um, I mean I do a lot of minimally invasive things mm-hmm. like microneedling. Oh yeah, yeah. Have you ever have you guys done anything? I haven't done it, but I've seen it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was actually talking to um, my nurse Aubrey today, and I was telling her that I initially started with like chemical peels on myself. Mm-hmm. I haven't done a chemical. Chemical peel. peels. Um, those are non-invasive. Um, those are intense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, good. A good skincare routine with like good skincare products on a daily basis that you could just do at home. Yep. Yeah. Um, and those are like you know, and then I have more invasive like Morpheus, which is radio frequency with microneedling. Whoa. I know it's. So it's, what is that? How do you do that? Uh, it's basically so microneedling. Basically, they're like needles that go into your face mm-hmm. and they create micro trauma, and that stimulates your immune system to regenerate. Same concept, except this is more, um, the needles go deeper. They can go up to four millimeters deep into your face. Wow. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, and at the tips of the needles, radio frequency is emitted. So it's like Forma and microneedling in one, but more effective than both combined. It's, wow. Yeah, it's really... Do you have before and afters of that? I want to see. A it. ton. I want to see yeah. after yeah, that. I thought you stalked my Instagram. <laughs> it's on there. Are you... What's the downtime on? So uh, you keep the blood on your face for two hours, then you wash it off. It Just heals. Around Beverly Hills. Oh Actually, gosh. oh my, I know. <laughs> I have so many clients that are like, "You expect me to walk out here with blood on my face?" And I'm like, "Yes, I do." <laughs> I feel like I'm staying in your office for two hours. So. Um, I think everyone knows me on this block as the person that like creates these bloody faces. <laughs> And there's a restaurant downstairs, Villa Blanca. Yeah, I think everyone, like, like down there, is like, 
don't know. What the hell does that It's like trauma. Do? Just bloody people. They go, they walk in fine, they walk out bloody. It's just funny. You should see them after. Yeah. It's just because, like, there's, like, a patio and, like, people with, like, blood on their face walk by and then people are, like, trying to eat their pasta and they're like, what? That's... What is that? <laughs> what that is, is collagen stimulation. That's what that is. <laughs> interesting. Very interesting. I'm always so fascinated by the science behind all of these things. <laughs> Me too. I love, I love technology. It's great. Yeah, you have lots of gadgets and oh my goodness. I could I could just stay in here forever. What is that thing, the Optimus thing? That's actually um that has the format on it. Oh okay. It has the Morpheus. It has an also an IPL, which is uh, a type it's an intense pulse light, so it's almost like a laser that mm-hmm. helps brighten the skin. Oh wow. And put all these things in the show notes. I know. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. I mean, yeah. Yeah, technology's great. And then I know you said you're super into fasting, too. Is that something yeah. that is more, like, personal for you, or do you prescribe that for your patients sometimes? I love fasting, intermittent fasting, and then um, I recently, I did the Prolon fast recently, which is the five-day fast that mimics a water fast. Oh. So there is some food in the fast, but it is, I mean, it was, it was kind of tough because I was seeing patients and fasting but I did it um and you know there's periods where you get like the surge of energy mm-hmm. but fasting uh, both intermittent and um prolonged fasting has been shown to help prevent certain diseases um it also kind of resets your body mm-hmm. uh and so it rejuvenates you and I think that most people are eligible to fast, but I would definitely talk to your doctor before mm-hmm. starting fasting because not everybody is created the same. So you you know you might be able to fast sixteen hours a day versus eight hours a day, and you really have to figure out what is the right routine for you. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. like anything. Yeah. And I remember reading that with intermittent fasting, part of the reason it's so beneficial is it kind of and tell me if this is true, it gives your body a break from digesting and can kind of spend energy elsewhere, like hormone production or cell regeneration. Like, it can kind of give it, it a break. And- yeah, I mean, just think about it. Like, I used to wake up and eat and just eat throughout the day. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make any sense. Your, you know, your bowels need to rest and need that time to regenerate, and so does the rest of your body. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, it, it is really important that we do that. And sometimes just an overnight fast is not enough, like when we're just sleeping. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes we need just a little bit longer. I know my body needs a little bit longer than that. Yeah. I've never felt better than I do now. Um, it, I feel lighter. I, I don't get bloated anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I feel the same. I try and do like minimum 12 hours, usually 14 or 15. Yeah. That seems to be my like, yeah. sweet spot. But it kind of just happens naturally. Like if you eat dinner at a normal time and then yeah. go to bed and then you wake up and you just eat like breakfast a little bit later, it doesn't even seem, yeah. it doesn't, I never think of it as fasting. Same. I feel like I always just did fasting before it became kind of like a thing. And now everyone well, is just Okay. Yes and no. Because I... 
a lot of times people are like, oh, I just like keep going and I work all day and then I'll just have one meal. And, but I don't feel like, because they're not intentionally fasting. Yeah. I think putting the intention behind it mm-hmm. makes it more powerful and more effective um, versus just, I didn't eat because I didn't have time. Yeah, you're too busy. Yeah, yeah and that's different. Mm-hmm. The awareness behind it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. For sure. And I rarely wake up and I'm like, oh, starving, I need to eat. I used Every to. But not. Yeah. Yeah, I used to too. And then when I stopped eating first thing in the morning, it kind of went away. Yeah, I, I've been doing um, frequently, not every single day, but most days, um, a celery juice in the morning. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I love medical media. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, did he? Thing. Did he? Yeah. 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 Um, but it, it's great. I love I've it. I've been wanting to try that too. I, yeah, I can see where that could just be, like, a really good reset. In the Try it. Yeah. it. It, like, gives you, like, a little boost of energy. Yeah. And it, like, you feel, like, nice. And it hydrates really well as well. Mm-hmm. Good for your skin. Yeah, it's good for your skin. With the Prolon, that's the five days. So yeah. What does that entail? So, uh, it's basically five days of lots of fluids mm-hmm. and very limited foods. Um, and they give you the foods, it's like prepackaged, uh-huh. and they're like high in fats, like lots of nuts and olives, um, and that's pretty much it. It's, <laughs> it, it, it can be hard. Mm-hmm. There was, I think some day, there was like one or two days where I was like, ah, this is so hard. Yeah. And then majority of the time I was like, I felt very energized. Mm-hmm. But for the prolonged fast, you definitely should talk to a doctor yeah. before doing it. Because um, certain medical conditions will prevent you from being eligible mm-hmm. or a good candidate. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like you said, so and even depending on like your what's going on with your body, like even I feel like my own body fluctuates. Like some yeah. mornings I wake up and I'm starving, and I'm like I feel like this morning I should eat right when I wake up. Yeah, so it's like and, and if you feel yourself. that way, you should. And yes. if you if your body like I do, it happens to me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I need to eat today. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to not be doing this fasting, and I need to eat. Yeah, and I'll yeah. do it. Yes, got to listen to your body. And it's body. fine. And it's all about and there's awareness and yeah. being in tune and listening right. to your body. Exactly. Because yeah. if something is too much of a force, I mean, yeah, cause it's you're hurting yourself probably. Yeah. yeah. Unless it's like you're wanting to eat fast food and you're forcing yourself to instead eat organic vegetables. Now <laughs> you probably should force well, that, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's about like resetting your taste buds and resetting totally. just your palate. You're like, I'm listening if you're, to somebody eating McDonald's. <laughs> it's sad too. No. It's crazy though. It's crazy when I see people like in the healthcare industry eating fast food. I'm mm-hmm. like, why? Do you see that? Wow. All the time. So interesting. It doesn't make any sense. I know. <laughs> it's sad too because it just goes to show like how again it's, it's always about covering up the symptoms or like what we were discussing before instead of like getting to the root of yeah. why it even happened in the first place and how to prevent it yeah yeah very interesting yes and okay to wrap almost wrap things up we do have some questions yes. from the audience Ooh. the first most they're kind of all about botox oh i love answering questions about yes. botox i'm really interested yeah. too because there's just so much information out there and it gets confusing about what's yep that's right yeah um botox for migraines yes what is your take on that it works. It's amazing. Uh, depends on you know the location of the migraine. Some people need more units than others, and so Botox goes by units. Mm-hmm. 
so you dose it by per unit um, and I think it works really really well um, but the other little uh, secret to migraines is taking daily magnesium oh interesting oh, I actually have heard that I forgot yeah. about that Huh. Magnesium is just like a wonderful <laughs> wonder <clears throat> vitamin. Uh, mineral. Mineral. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Would you suggest if someone does get migraines, go in for the Botox right away, or do you think I they think, should try other um, things first? You should always go for Botox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if the Botox question is, the is Botox, the answer is yes. <laughs> The second question was basically just Botox for preventative measures. Like, what age do you think would you suggest people start doing Botox, or is that just kind of vary depending on? Yeah, person to person. Some people age quicker than yeah. others. It's just the way it is. Uh, you know, and different skin, you know, tones will age differently. So it's great to prevent wrinkle formation and it's great to treat wrinkles that have already formed uh so yes if you want to if you you know start seeing a little bit of like wrinkles on your forehead crisp feet anywhere you can pretty much inject it anywhere um then uh you can consider starting off with a tiny bit Mm -hmm. seeing how you do and then maybe increasing it Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. Um, I also like it in the armpits to help get rid of sweating. Oh yeah, yeah. And it also, you know, what else? What else I like? Why I like that is that you're not using these uh, deodorants anymore. Oh, I didn't even think of it like that. True. So you, yeah, I guess that's. I don't even sense. think I own deodorant. And is there any? <laughs> is there any like health? repercussions from not sweating out of your armpits no because you're, you're sweating everywhere okay so um it's just the armpits that smell interesting <laughs> i never thought of it like that either yeah do you give yourself botox yes wow <laughs> like inject it into myself or um do i do you literally have... inject it into yourself both you... <laughs> yes to both <laughs> Um, and then I kind of have a question branching off of yeah. that is like, what is the like the longevity health wise of Botox? Because I feel like I'm starting to see things now about people being like, it's too new, you know, you shouldn't be injecting things like. So, what is your take on all of that? Botox is a v- Botox, and then there's Dysport, and there's another one out, Zeoman, Newtox. Those are the ones on the market available. Um, everyone just says Botox, just like everyone just says Kleenex gotcha. or, Coke oh, yeah, or yeah. Pepsi. Um, it's just a name for a toxin, botulinum toxin. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably one of the most studied drugs out there, so there's a lot of research on it. It's pretty safe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Isn't that isn't that same toxin found in... I might be totally messing this up. Isn't it in raw... Oh, wait, no. I think it's a bacteria that's in raw honey, right? Um, that has a really similar name. Or are they no, related that's bo- at all? Yeah, that's botulinum toxin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it the same thing? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah I think so. Let me confirm. <laughs> Google it. Because <laughs> I was... Omit re- this part. <laughs> when I was doing... Um, what was I making? Oh, I was making like an elderflower, an elderberry elixir, like for immune. Yeah. And I made it with raw honey. And then yeah. when I was looking up the recipe, it said like refrigerate it because of that oh. word that I can't pronounce. So, um, <laughs> and that's why, uh, so... The, 
yeah, there's some concern that you can have botulinum toxin in honey, um, and that's why they say don't give honey to, I think, children under the age of two or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Um, but for Botox to be harmful, because in, in the way that I use Botox is that it's like, um, it's beneficial, mm -hmm. um, but it can't, you know, anything can be harmful or beneficial. I mean, not anything, but you know, yeah, um, you for it to be harmful, you have to use it in such large amounts that, you know, that's not, it, that's, it's just such, such large amounts. I don't even think I have that much Botox in my freezer. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And then at that point, the toxin can become, you know, a weapon of war or whatever they call it. Yeah. But that's, yeah. Okay, but in small amounts, yeah. it, it's like it creates flawless faces. <laughs> Very cool. Very <laughs> yes. We've been curious on all things Botox. Yeah. Yes, yeah, audience, yeah, keep asking. Do we have more audience questions? That was pretty much it, and then you kind of just did the other one that we had. Yeah. Um, okay, for cool. Botox, yeah. Amazing. And what's your Instagram handle? We'll tag it too, but just yeah. so people can easily find you. And any if there's anything else you want to mention too, or anything else people should know. Um, anything else people should know? Um, no, just do your research. Mm -hmm. uh, find a practitioner that's willing to work with you. I think it's really important to find somebody that you feel comfortable with um, because it's your body and it's your health, right? Um, and I feel like a lot of times, I mean, unfortunately, some people don't have an option, but if you have the option, you should find somebody that, you know, can work with you to achieve the health goals that you want. Mm -hmm. And um, my Instagram is at Dr. Rahi MD, but Dr. Spelt out. So D O C T O R Rahi R A H I M D. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Also, what is giving you all the feels lately? Like what's making me emotional? Anything. It can be like what's making you so happy. Like what is making you really contemplative? And literally anything. There's so all many feels. things though. There's so many feels <laughs> out there. You can say them all. Um. What gives me happiness is my puppy, Rufus. Aww. She's usually here. She's the cutest thing, you guys. I saw the dog bed over there. Oh, my God. What kind is she? Um, she's a rescue. I'm pretty sure she's half dachshund, half chihuahua, but I could be Aww. wrong. I have a she half, half dachshund pomeranian. She's so cute. So cute. I want to meet her. She's, right? Yeah, she's so cute. Um... And then I'd say I'm a little tired today from traveling, Can but that's imagine. okay. Fresh off a conference. We feel that you for you. <laughs> I'm excited for tomorrow. It's my first day off in like over three weeks. Oh, amazing. Oh, wow. I'm excited for Tuesday because I'm going to Paris. <gasps> oh, that's, that's <laughs> Yeah. Lots of feels happening. Lots of feels. That's amazing. Yeah. I really want to go to Paris. Have you been? No, I haven't oh, been. Oh, I love it there. I have this, like, dreamy idea of Paris in the spring for some reason. But Paris is dreamy, like, every season of the year. Yeah. You know, I, I've been there three times, this two times already in the winter, and this will be my third time, and mm -hmm. I kind of love it in the winter. Mm. Is it nice and cool? And It's cold, it's dark, it's rainy. Oh, I like that. But I love it. I like that, too, especially because, I mean, we have sun and warmth yeah. almost 24-7 yeah. here, so... 
it's nice to but it's not it's weather. not cold like I mean I haven't been to Boston but it's not cold like New York or Toronto cold in the winter it's, mm-hmm. but it's cold it's yeah. definitely cold winter jacket but I don't remember seeing much snow to be honest with you yeah love being bundled up in a nice cozy sweater and a good winter jacket it's so fun you get to wear all your east coast clothes yes <laughs> yes. yes how long are you going there? a week five days actually I'm actually going for um, one of the biggest, or if not the biggest, international aesthetics conference. Oh, wow. It's, um, there's like doctors and nurses and practitioners from all over the world that practice aesthetic medicine. It is so cool because you get to learn and see so much. Yeah, that's so fast. Wow. And will you have some time to just like hang out and explore? Oh, good. I think I gave myself two days. Oh, good. Okay. Nice. That will be amazing. You you deserve that. Yes, you certainly do. I can't believe your first day in three weeks is tomorrow. I know. You're very impressive. Thank you. Take some melatonin and sleep tonight. Yeah. 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 Amazing. Well, thank you so much. We were so excited to have you. And it was so fun chatting. And I want to do a round two. Yes. Anytime. Anytime. Touch the surface. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we could could really delve into some things. There's so many things. There's just so much. I mean, I'm constantly learning every single day. Yeah. How can I not be? There's so much to learn. Mm -hmm. So much. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Thank you. Love you guys. Love you.